When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am your host, Susie Hunter. We've got Alyssa producing today, and we have a very special guest joining us from his home office, Manny Rindawa of MLB.com. He also happens to be the author of The Blake Street Bombers, which is a real-life book that you can actually buy and read. Uh, <laughs> Manny, how are you doing? How's your off-season going? Uh, usually I see a lot more of you in season i know it's good it's great i was i was excited when you uh asked to have me on the podcast uh you guys do a great job so i was uh, i'm ready i'm ready to talk uh whatever you want to want to talk about regarding helton and the rockies and let's do it i'm into it i'm into it so uh all right the the thing that i've noticed of course we've seen so many uh, we've seen so many tweets of you know all of the ballots and i've noticed that you have made a point to reply to some of some of the worst ones, some of the worst offenders of uninformed people when it comes to why Todd Helton should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, uh, I feel like you're, I'm going to reference Taylor Swift, you're on your vigilante shit. No, but you've been uh, making the case online. Why is it so important to you to call out these reporters who might not have some good reasons? Well, I mean, you know, I, I'm not, uh, you know, Todd Helton was always, I'm going to start in kind of an anticlimactic way here. Todd Helton was always kind of a borderline candidate for me for the Hall of Fame, um, but borderline in, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, you know, it's I didn't I haven't been as active regarding Todd as I was with uh, Larry Walker. But it, mm-hmm. I, I think that Todd Helton is a Hall of Famer, uh, a deserving Hall of Famer. And sometimes I just, you know, when I see, you know, ignorant um, tweets, I can't not reply regarding really regarding the cores issue because it's just we've been over this a lot you know uh, i mean national writers i mean uh, talking to jason stark recently it's like man i mean people just there's some people that just they can't get past cores and they never will and um and we'll talk about it i'm sure but there is a lot of uh there's been there have been people who have dropped todd from the the ballot and that's uh very confusing to me. I don't understand how a guy can be. I mean, Todd, I mean, I know, you know, did Todd have a bad year in 2023? Is that why? Is that, I mean, did he get on the field and actually was he worse? Um, And how do you have a guy be the Hall of Famer last year and then drop him off your ballot unless you're voting for all 10 and you're like, I don't have room for Todd this time. No, well, there are plenty of people who have voted for fewer than 10 uh, and some of them have dropped Todd Helton. So it's kind of uh, inexplicable. I don't understand why that is. But uh, so, there, yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think he's a Hall of Famer. And I and I think that we, we need to, uh, if we need to educate folks on regarding course, then, it, you know, it may it may be that we have to do it forever. But, we have, you know, it has to be done. Todd, I think, should be a Hall of Famer. I, I came, came into this, uh, uh, this offseason thinking he's definitely going to get in. Um, mm-hmm. because he needed 11 more votes and the way he was trending, he jumped from, I think, I want to say he jumped from like 50 something, 54 to 72 last year. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but he's right now trending as a coin flip. Yeah. Right now. I mean, the numbers as of right now, uh, the ballots that have already gone in, 
82.8% right now, which is, you know, enough if that's the only ba- of those are the only ballots that are being counted. Yeah, the thing that confuses me so much are the writers who have come back this year and dropped Todd. And like, we're really not getting explanations. Have you seen any of these writers explain why they changed their mind on someone that they voted for in previous years? Not that I've seen. Um, And, you know, the 82.8, you know, if you look at uh, Ryan Thibodeau's tracker, Ryan Ryan and and his group does do such a great job. I mean, it's just such a good public service for baseball Mm -hmm. fans. Um, But last year, between the actual amount of the actual total that Todd got and what the tracker had was a difference of 6.4%. So you take that from 82.8 right now and you're, it's a coin flip. You're right there near 75, 76. So because the difference last year, for example, between the public and private ballots for him was 12.7% lower um, for Todd. So, uh, Again, we saw the same thing with Walker. Um, he was polling, you know, above, I think, 83%, 84 um, percent with with the Thibodeau's tracker. Mm-hmm. And then he got 76.6. So um, it, it actually, you know, the way it's going, it could be very close to what Larry got. It could be very similar. So uh, hopefully it gets in. But, it, you know, again, if people keep dropping them inexplicably, I mean, that. I mean, you can't really say that. That's what really has surprised me this year is that I really thought based on past trends that he was going to get in um, maybe even by, you know, a couple percent, 77, 78, but not, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Yeah, I'm definitely concerned. I I, am mirroring your concern because I went, I mean, after last year, you know, again, those 11 votes shy, we're like, oh, easy. He's in next year. But now all these all these writers dropping him for no reason. Uh, it just, it doesn't make sense. And it's not like, I mean, obviously he didn't do anything playing wise to affect that, but like he's been doing charity work this year. Like I just like, he's a good dude. He's a dude that you can vote for. You don't have to feel bad for voting for him. So yeah, I'm just, it, it, I'm so confused. There's nothing off the field that you say, well, you know, there are no issues like with Kurt Schilling and like with some other guys on Marvin scale. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, again, doesn't make sense. If there's, if there's a, some some reason, give it to us. You know, tell us tell us what it is at least. Uh, but yeah, it's it's kind of uh, frustrating to see that because when you see something like that, you're like, it just. The good thing is that Todd has got four more years. He's gonna get yeah. to the Hall of Fame. Um, it it just he might just have to wait. It's a it's a lot more urgent for Billy Wagner, who um, is kind of in the same boat as Todd and and similar uh, results so far, and he's got one more year after this. Okay. So yeah. This is, yeah. That, that is the thing. Yeah. We do have to remember, okay, this isn't Todd's last year. He's still got four more years after this for, you know, the writers to figure it out and get it right. So we're not going to panic right. yet, but like inside I'm like, I'm, I'm freaking out a little bit. <laughs> well, it's cause it's just going to be another year, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and he has to, you know, he's going to have to wait another year. And I've always thought, you know, I've never understood why we have to do this thing over 10 years. It used to be 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, why can't we just vote up or down? Now I get that sometimes, I mean, as of late, we've been having like campaigns made for, for guys. And so mm-hmm. it's like people get more educated and more, uh, they, they, they get to dig deeper into the stats, especially advanced metrics that we have now. And they can see how great a guy was. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then they change their mind and start voting. So it's good to have more years for that purpose, but um, 
it's just weird that somebody's not a Hall of Famer in their first year, but they are in their 10th, you know, so for like Walker or somebody else. Uh, they're either a Hall of Famer or they're not. Yeah. Um, and that should, it's just a matter of doing the homework. And I don't think everybody does it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, exactly. People aren't doing the homework. Um, one last thing before we shout some people out. Uh, one of the writers that I noticed who had dropped Todd in, uh, you know, the, who had dropped Todd this year uh, and voted for him in previous years, I saw one that, um, just said, oh, you know what? I decided that I think the Hall of Fame should just be more exclusive. So I'm like only going to vote for these couple of guys instead of like all these other guys that I'd voted for in the past. It's like, okay, well, like you added a guy from before who you didn't vote for before and you dropped Todd Helton and a bunch of other people and with no explanation. And he posted the ballot. He's like, here's my public ballot. And uh, I should get points for transparency. You should, you guys should appreciate that you even get to see my ballot. But like... It wasn't transparency because there was just no reasoning behind the decision. The only reason given was, well, I actually changed my mind. I think it should just be a little more exclusive, but not adding to what's going to, um, you know, what what's going to factor into that exclusivity. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think it, the thing is, is that I think everybody's ballot should be public. And mm -hmm. um, it's just a matter. It's just a principle, the principle of the thing. I mean, uh it's not like we there are always going to be disagreements with regard to hall of fame you know what the hall of fame is who should be in it how exclusive it should be right now about a little over one percent of um players from all time have been inducted into the hall of fame um mm -hmm. about 300 and like 40 ish um out of twenty-two thousand uh plus players that have, that have made an appearance in a major league game so it's really exclusive. It's the most exclusive Hall of Fame, I think, in sports. Uh, you know, big hall, small hall. I'm not a big hall guy. I'm a bigger hall guy. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's, I think it should be an exclusive place, but only 1%. It's a, it's, it's a still very exclusive. And, yes. <laughs> I, so, I mean, even if you, if you doubled the amount of guys you had in the Hall of Fame, I don't think that would be too exclusive. And there are a lot of guys, I think, who, there are just a lot of guys who even dropped off the ballot in their first year that could have been Hall of Famers. Kenny Lofton is one of them. There's a lot of, I mean, Dick Allen is a Hall of Famer. There's no mm -hmm. doubt in my mind. And he, um, you know, there's a lot that goes into why he didn't, I think he, he, that why he didn't actually get in so far. And it's too bad because even on the Veterans Committee, I think he fell one vote short. And he's not wow. even going to be alive to see it. So um, mm. it, it's, I, there are a lot of guys, and I, that's why I think there should be a committee to kind of review everybody that got overlooked all at once. Mm -hmm. um, even if it takes years, um, there should be, a, you know, they say, oh, we already have that Veterans Committee. Well, obviously it's not working because there are a lot of guys with the Veterans Committee based on the rules of how many you can, how many votes you need and how many guys get put on the ballot each time that a lot of guys get missed. So yeah. I don't think the Hall of Fame should be um, should be um, you know kind of diluted by players that are like people say Hall of very good. I don't think yeah. that should happen. But there are a lot of great players that haven't that deserve to be in Cooperstown that that aren't. Mm -hmm. So I think there needs to be um, the transparency that you talk about, and I think that's why in, in recent years it's gotten better because people are actually writing you know columns about like here's why I voted this way. Mm -hmm. um, but honestly, they're just, some of these ballots are just indefensible. You know, I, like some guys were checking Adrian Beltre and that's it. It's super, it's weird, right? Like that's weird yeah. to me. <laughs> 
it's I a mean, weird flex. Well, I mean, look, just expl get, explain it to us. I think I think that the, if you explain it, um, then at least you know we get an understanding of your rationale, and we can then we can argue about it. You know, mm -hmm. um, I also don't think we should just shout people down. You know, I don't think that's the way mm -hmm. to go about it. Um, mm -hmm. I think we should actually have a discussion about it and see where the, the rationale is. But if there's no rationale behind it, then something's going to have to change, right? I mean, something's going to have to change regarding voting somehow, some way. Um, I think in a lot of ways, the Hall of Fame is stuck in 1936 <laughs> when it started because we have no further clarity on the on who a hall, what a Hall of Famer is. We have no further clarity on whether it's, you know, what we want it to be. I mean, Jason Stark, I think, put it best years ago, the year that um, I think nobody got into the Hall of Fame. It was like 2013 or 14. Yeah. And he wrote something where it says, do you want this to be a cathedral or do you want it to be a museum? Which one? Pick. Oh, and a museum, wow. I think, is what it is. It even has it in the name, Hall of Fame and Museum. Yes. And if it's a museum, you tell the story of the game and the history of the game, good and bad. That's why I think mm -hmm. Barry Bonds should be in. That's why I think Roger Clemens should be in. Because they were great enough if they had just ended their career before they used steroids. Because we know when they use steroids, ironically, because of their legal problems, it's like in evidence in their court cases. Mm -hmm. So take all the stuff, even if you took everything away from behind that. And after that point, those guys are Hall of Famers. Uh, three times Cy Young for uh, Clemens, three time MVP, Barry Bonds. I mean, they're just the best players in the era. Go ahead and put them in. If you don't want to give them a ceremony because of what they did, fine. But put mm -hmm. them in, put a plaque up there and note on the plaque, yeah, they were also involved in the steroid era and, and this, they were implicated and all that stuff. It's a museum. Tell the story. If you go to a museum, um, uh, a different museum, you go to you go Washington, D.C. and you go to some of the museums, are you going to see just the just the players who were noted as great characters, great people? No, you're going to see everything about the United States and about the world. So I think that's important. I think that's what the Hall of Fame should be. Again, let's have a conversation about what it should be then. Uh, if you want it to be a cathedral, go ahead and take everybody out then. Because nobody is is perfect. No one's perfect. Yeah. Manny, you're cooking right now. I'm loving these takes. Um, hang with us for just a second because we have to talk about our, our new friends. They are new friends because we were like all on a call with them too. Our friends from Empire Today. Yeah, that's right. The carpet and the floors. They do floors and carpets. Uh, and you know the theme song from your childhood. But Empire Today, they are still around. They are still the best in the biz. With Empire Today, you can get uh, shop at home convenience and the right product for your needs. Quick and professional installation and a price match guarantee. Empire Today is the best place to go for new flooring. Um, so, of course, there are lots of copycats out there, but go with the OG. Go with the original because uh, they... They know they can. They know they can hook it up. It's the best quality. It is, and also their philosophy. Their philosophy is to help you find what you need, not to overwhelm you with like thousands of options. Um, and when you uh, work with them, you're just going to find the perfect style. You're going to get great samples. You're just going to. They're going to help you figure it out. And again, professional installers come in and they'll get it done quick. And a warranty, too. If an issue does come up, you can call Empire today, and they will uh, service that warranty themselves. You don't have to track down a manufacturer's phone number. I'm sick of trying tracking stuff down, that's for sure. But you can schedule a free at-home estimate today. All listeners receive $350 off. That is a huge discount when they use promo code DNVR. Some restrictions apply, but see empiretoday.com slash DNVR for details.
Empire today. They said I was allowed to sing the theme song. <laughs> I'm very excited about it. Um, Alyssa, were you in Vegas for this trip? You were not. A lot of people were in Vegas and everyone stayed at Circa Resort and Casino. Loved all the pics. Everyone was like having a great time out there. I mean, aside from like the game itself. I think the highlight of the trip was their stay at Circa Resort and Casino. It's Vegas's first ever adult-only casino resort, so you'll save time checking IDs, and you have to deal with, like, little kids running all around all over the place. No place for that in a casino. It, they have the world's largest sports book, too. It's three stories. It's, like, stadium style, and the screen is so big, it takes 10 people just to run it. And also, they have great food there from Victory Burger and Wings, Project Barbecue, and, like, VIP seating too. They've got a big ass casino. They have stadium swim. Stadium swim is open all damn year. So you don't have to worry about like pool season in Vegas, but they've got six pools and all these swim up bars and cabanas. And the resort has 500, more than 500 rooms. You can get a discount on one of those 500 rooms. If you book your stay with code DNVR20, that's going to get you 20% off. And if you're not going to Vegas anytime soon, you can enjoy the the fun and excitement of betting with Circus Sportsbook right here in Colorado. Download the Circus Sportsbook app and we're hooking up. But yeah, download the app at CircusSports.com. Circus Sports bets can only be made while physically located in the state of Colorado. Must be 21 or older. All rights reserved. Circus Sports Colorado encourages you to gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER or visit ProblemGamblingColorado.org. All right. We're going to bring Manny back. Thanks for waiting. Manny, um, we need to talk about the cores argument, because a lot of people I've seen this in a lot of the column or in some of the columns explaining that uh, apparently Todd's numbers weren't corsy enough or they were too corsy because there was one writer in particular who said something along the lines of, you know what, his numbers were great, but he played at Coors Field, so they should be better. Um, explain like how we can make sense of an argument like this and like... Also, are we going to be arguing about cores for the rest of our lives? On the last part there, I think yes. And then um, the you know thing with cores is there's, it's 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 twofold, right? One, how good do you have to be at cores to prove you're great? What do you need a fifteen hundred OPS? Do you need you know what do you need? Do you need to do you need to hit thirty five home runs there during a season? What do you need to show you're amazing? You, you know, like this is just one thing Larry Walker did in 97, the only MVP, uh, the only uh, Rocky to win an MVP mm-hmm. is he made it embarrassing not to vote for him because of what he did both at home on, and on the road. I mean, the numbers were just video game numbers, uh, even at home. I mean, <laughs> so that's one side of how good do you have to be to prove you're a good player? Because, you know, you put a, you put anybody at Coors Field. Uh, let's say you take a player who's already noted as take 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 uh, Mike Trout and put him in in course. Mm-hmm. Um, you already know he's a great player. Then he starts putting up bigger numbers, but you're like, oh no, but he's a great player. Well, if a guy plays his whole career course, what numbers does he have to put up to prove that? Then secondly, um, people just don't take into account the course hangover. There's it's real. You go down to sea level. And you start seeing pitches ber- with wicked break on them after seeing pitches, you know, that barely break or are just flat at Coors for a week while you're at home. Uh, and I've talked to current and former players who've said, you know, by the time you start getting used to the break, you go back home. 
-hmm. And so it's not a personnel thing because if you look at um, every single, uh, every single Rockies team in history, all 31 of them, they've had a lot of great players over the years. They have the Blake Street Bombers, they had Matt Holiday, Todd Hilton, um, Tori Tuoliski, you have, you know, Nolan Arenado, Trevor Story of more recent vintage, but they all hit poorly on the road as a team. So if that's the case, it's not personnel, it's a physics thing. And it's re it's a real effect. So you have to consider that when you consider the road numbers. So if Todd Helton has an 855 road OPS in his career, that's really good for a, a player dealing with that issue, um, let alone for just a player in general. There are a lot of guys, I know, you know, different run scoring environments in different eras. So the OPS, the raw OPS numbers get are a little bit different. It's just hard to uh, quantify it based on era because there's just so much nitty gritty, like detailed work involved in finding that out with the OPS, with adjusted park adjusted OPS by season on the road, splitting it out. Mm -hmm. But for lack of a, for, to make it a little easier, just compares road OPS to career OPSs of a lot of guys who are in the hall of fame and it's higher. So yeah. again, twofold one side you've got the issue of how great do you have to be to prove yourself of course and then on the other side it's you know at least give the guy a break a little bit for for the road numbers because of what he had to deal with exactly um uh, do you think i mean uh, is he being punished for just playing for the same team like i just it's such a crazy uh, I think a lot of people don't realize that it is so difficult to jump from elevation to uh, sea level back and forth, back and forth. Um, my question. Okay. So we're expecting some MLB expansion teams coming up. Do you think if another team was placed at elevation, like I know Salt Lake city is one of those teams that's kind of looking into it. Do you think that would make the cores argument better? Or do you think MLB would like maybe not be a fan of putting another team at altitude because of what's happening at cores for the past three decades. Yeah. Uh, first, uh, can you see me? All right. I, it looks like I've got a little static going on here. Uh, I can come a little back bit. Yeah. It's kind of strange. It's just like, do you see that Alyssa? Yeah, that's really, I don't know what it is, but we can still hear you. We can still see you. It's okay. just a little, cool. it's yeah. a little funky if you right to, now. If you want me to log out and log in, I can do that too, but it's up to you. Uh, um, nah, keep going. You're, you're cooking right now okay. and we're live and we got the comments going. <laughs> right. So we're going to, we're going to work so, through it and hope that it just goes away. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. So, so if there's another team put at altitude, I think it helps because you're going to see similar, uh, results, but if you don't, for example, in the hangover argument, if you don't pay attention to the hangover now, I don't see why you would for that team, for, mm -hmm. for another team that, that gets put in altitude. Um, you know, we saw Mexico City last year when when uh, the Rockies went there, or not the Rockies, but the um, Giants and the Padres went there. Rockies mm -hmm. are going to Mexico this year. Yep. But when they were there, uh, when those two teams played there, it was just like, I mean, that's like 8,000 feet elevation up there. And so mm -hmm. it was just, it was crazy the way balls were jumping off the bat. And so we saw a little bit of a taste of that there. So um, I think, uh, I don't know that it'd make that much of a difference, maybe a little bit because it just another, some more, more of a sample, more, more, um, uh, you know, more, ex more examples of it, mm -hmm. but I don't know how much that's going to affect everything. Honestly. Oh my gosh. I feel like I remember 
um, some of the players from uh, the Giants and the Padres last year being like, we have to play at this elevation. Like our pitching is going to be yeah. a disaster because it's like cores and a half. It's like a mile and a half high. It's a mega cores. Um, uh, it's hilarious that Major League Baseball has the Rockies playing on a mega cores this season. Um, uh, what do you? How do you think that's going to go down? Rockies, Astros at elevation, uh, even higher than Coors Field. Uh, just yeah. How do you think that's going to go? Uh- can I come back in? This is just really. You know what? Yeah, it's actually really bad now. You know what? Okay. You log off and come back in. We'll take this okay. time to mention our friends at Bacchus and Shanker. Because if you are seriously injured in an accident, Bacchus and Shanker, they are the ones who are going to help you out. They have been doing this for Colorado families for more than 25 years. Call them up. They have the easiest phone number to remember. You've probably already heard it. Uh, You can call them up and they're not going to charge you to chat about your case. They're not going to charge you to work on your case. You're not going to be charged a dime until you win money in that case. And they've done this for so many people in Colorado. They've won more than a billion dollars for their clients. Bacchus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault, car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help if you were injured at work. Give them a call at 222-2222, all too lows, to find out if you have a case for free because Bacchus and Shanker wins. Let's also, we got to talk about our friends at Red Hawk Roofing. Guys, if you need a roof done, get it done sooner rather than later because it's not going to be fun once too much snow comes in. This is the time to maybe figure it out last minute. But yeah, these are Red Hawk Roofing, Denver's best roofers. We're so excited that they're part of the DMVR team. They're working with quality materials, decades of experience, quick response time, and some of Colorado's best estimators and contractors. Um, uh, Free no-obligation roof and property inspections, by the way, and uh, a free in-depth photo report for all of those inspections. Listen, winter, it's here, and it's only going to get more intense, so don't wait to take care of any issues before these big storms come in. Just do it now. So if you're looking for a new roof over your home or business, be sure to check out Red Hawk Roofing at redhawkroofing.com and be sure to tell them DNVR sent you. Um, uh, Is Manny back in yet? All right, so Manny's not back in yet. We will address some of the comments. We got Justin in the chat. You were on it before the show even started and I love that. Justin saying, Rockies will sign... Rymel Tapia or Joey Gallo. Um, uh, It would be hilarious if Rymel Tapia found his way back to Colorado. I just don't see it happening. And I know the Rockies are kind of looking for an outfielder who can play a lot of outfield positions because it's so Rockies to, you know, have a guy who can play a little bit of everything. Every player should play every position, right? But I don't, I don't know if Ryan Tapia is going to be the guy. They already got rid of him once. I don't, I don't think he's going to find his way back. Joey Gallo would be super interesting because, again, he's kind of struggled the past few seasons but has had so many great performances in the past. So I could low-key see, like, a Joey Gallo showing up at spring training. It wouldn't happen before spring training. It would only happen, like, mid-spring training, like – that, that's how it would go down. Uh, Nathan in the chat. Oh, he's saying hi to Manny. My man, my man, Manny. That is a tongue twister. Good to see you. Also, does the New York Post have a policy that you can't vote for a Rockies player? So frustrating. Yeah, a lot of the New York Post writers and their votes, you know, they're just not very kind to uh, some Rockies players. <sighs> yeah. 
Hope Rockies will win. Thank you, Johnny, in the chat. Yeah, I hope um, I, I hope for a better season than last year. I don't think it's going to be a dramatically better season than it was last year, but I don't think we're going to – I'm going to knock on wood while I say this. I don't think we're going to do back-to-back 100-loss teams. But good Lord, who knows? Who knows? Is Manny back yet? Oh, M- Manny might have disappeared. Um, but you know what? We can get into a little bit. We'll just talk about some baseball stuff. And if he doesn't come back soon, then I guess um, we'll we'll see him when we see him. But uh, this is, you know, kind of relevant to uh, the NL West and the Dodgers. Um, uh, Julio Urias, who was under investigation for domestic violence charges, um, apparently the L.A. County District Attorney's Office determined that they will not file felony charges against the former Dodgers pitcher, Julio Urias, and it'll move to the city attorney's case for misdemeanor uh, considerations. So, yeah, that is a thing that was... Going on last year, very interesting. We'll keep an eye on that case, of course. But it sounds like maybe we won't. We maybe it sounds like maybe we won't see him in the NL West. But who knows? Who freaking knows? Uh, Nathan in the chat, start talking expansion, and <laughs> Rob Manfred silenced Mandy. No, oh, I can't even read. Also silenced Manny. Can I talk today, Alyssa? What is wrong with me? Am I okay? <laughs> Could you imagine if it went all the way to the top? <laughs> no, we can we can talk about no. Rob Manfred did not log on and silence Manny. That would be insane. <laughs> Johnny in the chat reminding me that Alyssa Taglia got married. Yes, I know Alyssa Taglia got married. She's a friend of mine. Um, you don't have to keep reminding me <laughs> here on this. Rockies show out in Colorado where no one knows. Although Alyssa Taglia is kind of a friend of the Rockies family. She was at the wedding of Chad Cool and his wife Amanda, and they were beloved here in Colorado. So there is a Rockies connection, but not enough for me to get into it on the podcast. Yet here I am getting into it on the podcast. Welcome to this off-season show. All right, so since Manny was silenced, because um, this goes all the way to the top... <laughs> I don't think I don't think Manfred cares enough to um, silence him to like the ten people watching live right now. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, it is cold in Colorado though, Johnny. Thanks for asking. Um, uh, and I hate the cold weather. So why did I choose this? Why did I choose this for myself? I'm just having a public meltdown here. Um, we did get, here's the thing that we did get, uh, times for all of the regular season games, spring training games, and those spring breakout games. We have those. We have the whole schedule, all the times. So you can start planning your spring training trips because guess what? You're going to know what time it's important to know the times though, because you know, if you're trying to do like, Oh, I'm going to watch this team at this time. I'm going to, in the afternoon game, I'm going to watch this team in the evening game. You can figure it out now. Um, uh, KQ, I want to be what she's on. I chugged a full Celsius before the show in the span of about 20 minutes. So that's what I'm on. And yeah, it's it's fun. <laughs> I feel like I'm soaring right now. Not even, not, not even, uh, yeah. I, what was I even saying? Yeah, yeah, I want to be what I'm on too. I want to be on whatever you think I'm on. <laughs> but uh, we can talk. Manny's not back yet? Oh man, that is such a such a bummer. I'm gonna check my texts and see if he's okay. Um, 
He says, okay, sorry, be on in a minute. Ooh, okay. This is why live shows are so fun because you never know what's going to happen. Uh, KQ is laughing at me. Thank you so much <laughs> for, for laughing at me or with me. What? Yeah. Love the energy. Thank you. So, yeah, we've been, of course, keeping tabs on who is voting for Todd Houghton for the Hall of Fame. We also, I when Manny comes back, I want to ask him about Matt Holliday, another Rockies legend who is on the Hall of Fame ballot for the first time and not trending great. He has 0.7 of the votes that are in already. 0.7. I, I, I don't know if Matt Holliday will make it off the... We'll make it past the first ballot, but we will see. Again, I will use this opportunity to remind you, no matter what we think is going to happen with Todd Helton and his Hall of Fame case, we are having a party here at the DNVR bar, a Hall of Fame reveal party, a watch party. We're all going to get together at 3 o'clock on January 23rd, um, ahead of the announcement, which is at 4 o'clock Mountain Time on January 3rd. 23rd, good Lord. Um... So yeah, we're gonna do like a big thing. We're gonna we're gonna do it up, and hopefully, it's not gonna be a disappointing ending like last year's. But we we did the party last year. We still had a great time. Um, in terms of, I'm looking at like the first year guys on this ballot. Chase Utley, first year, um, he's at 46 percent right now. I know Rockies fans hate that. I I mean, I love Chase Utley, and I know that's like the worst opinion you can have in Colorado because y'all hate him. Um, oh, KQ, uh, clarifying that he's laughing with me, not at me. Isn't that so kind? <laughs> so kind, so kind. Um, okay. Where was I? You know what? We are looking at the hall of fame numbers right now. Yeah. Again, Todd Helton trending just above 82%. Adrian Beltre at 98.6% of votes right now. This is so aggressive. So aggressive. Gary Sheffield, it's his last year on the ballot. He's got 75% of the votes that we have right now available to us. We'll, we'll see. He's a, he's another cusper. But yeah. Todd Helton also cusper. A little worried. Nathan in the chat, if we lose 100 games again this year, though, we can have a chance at Ethan Holiday. That's right. There are more holidays out there. Can we like put in to like have a high draft pick for um, whatever season happens 20 years from now where we'll have Jackson Holiday Jr.? <laughs> that would be dope. Uh, I would love I would love to see Ethan Holiday make his way to the Rockies organization. Uh, no, the party is not going to be formal. It's at a sports bar. So sports bar attire is recommended. Um, I'll probably wear the Todd Helton giveaway jersey, which is like dope as hell. The black vest, the sleeveless. We don't even have the black vest jersey anymore because, of course, it was bumped by the City Connect jerseys. Crazy stuff. No Manny back yet, right? No. Okay. Um, he says he's coming back. But I don't know. I don't know. Let's take this time to mention our friends at Breck Brew, our OG freaking sponsor. Uh, beer of the month. We're still going to say the beer of the month is Christmas ale. $6 right now for a pint of that at the DNVR bar. 
It's a strong beer. We've mentioned that. It's a good deal. Uh, Breck Brew has a beer for any occasion, and there's no better way to watch a game than having some Breck Brew. You know uh, the Breck Brew is going to be flowing at the Hall of Fame party. Um, And, of course, uh, Breck's been doing this for more than three decades, a little bit longer than the Colorado Rockies have been playing. Uh, And they make this with 100% renewable energy because they care about the planet. They care about the environment. They want to keep Colorado beautiful. We appreciate that. Uh, don't forget about the Avalanche Amber Ale, the Mile High City Golden Ale. I miss that. We used to have, we, I need more of that. I need more cans of that in my life. Uh, the Broncos Country Pale Ale, the Fun Slinger, the Good Company Hard Seltzer. Head to breckbrew.com to use the beer locator to find a brew near you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just like can't even with the comment section right now. <laughs> Um, all right. So I think, um, uh, all right. We might have to call it. We might have to call it, um, if we don't get a call back and maybe we'll record some more content later, put it online. But, um, I, I still loved what we learned from Manny. Alyssa, do you have, is there anything that Manny mentioned that you were like, wow, I learned something today? Cause he said a lot. He was really cooking. He was cooking. I know. Yeah, it's like the the weird trend though that is happening is that a bunch of writers who had previously previously voted for Todd Helton um have stopped voting for Todd Helton. So, it's it's weird and if you're not going to give me a reason, right. Like say nothing. I mean like the only thing I could think of like Todd Helton has had a DUI. He's been arrested. Okay. So like so a lot of, yeah. So like, I just don't see how that, cause I mean, people do take like the, their, their personalities into account too in, in voting. But I mean, Todd Helton also like donated like millions of dollars to a Colorado charity this year, like to help people get rid of their medical debt, which like is so important. Oh yeah. That's huge. It's huge. You got to look at everything. You got to look at everything. You really do. He was apparent. Was he? He was sentenced to two days in jail. Oh my gosh! I know. I'm like looking up the details now. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's wild. <laughs> Would I get a Windows laptop? No. The questions in here are like freaking hysterical. Um. All right. Okay. All right, guys. We. I'm. I'm so grateful that y'all. Um. We're here to hang out. Um. If we get Manny again, we'll record a little something and we'll feature it in Friday's show. Friday's show is gonna be really good. Katie Wu of the Athletics. She covers the Cardinals. We had. We're. We already recorded the interview, but she's gonna be on the show, and uh, we're getting the tea on Dakota Hudson, our new pitcher, who um used to be a Cardinal. Spent his whole career so far with the Cardinals. Now he's getting a big change of scenery. So we kind of got the intel on him. And uh, also, I mean, the fir- one of the first things I asked her was like, what happened to the Cardinals? Spoiler alert, no one knows. So that's going to be great. We're going to have a really good show on Friday. So do do tune in. Um, but yeah, I did all my ad reads, right? I think so. Yeah. All right. All right, guys, we're good. We're going to wrap it up. But uh Please come back here on Friday, 4 o'clock Mountain Time, right here on the DNVR Sports YouTube channel. Um, and Alyssa, what what do we say about... 
closing out a live show. Fuck it, we ball. Fuck it, we ball. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live. Yeah, this was a very live show. But guys, again, come back right here, 4 o'clock Mountain Time on Friday. See you then. We all silly like the mayor. 